Basically, all the families went to church, and and I watched movies on Sunday that they said you have to see this before you die. Um, let's see, my my origin story. Are we doing origin stories? Is that yeah? All right. Well, should I introduce what we're doing? Hell no, figure it out. <laughs> um, uh, this thing that you played that has the title of the show that you're listening to, you can mm, just figure out what it yeah. is. Yeah, please on use the... some context clues <laughs> based on the the button you just pressed. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, let's see, origin stories. My origin stories would be, I guess AI was kind of always vaguely attracted to movies as a kid. Like, I'm the only child who would, like, sit down during the credits. That's a new a film. Oh, so you did that before they had seen after like, the credits. Three, when I was like, no, no, when I was like three or four, I'm like, I'm very interested in the black screen of names right. that comes down. And then what really kind of clinched it is my, my dad lived in, like, Clarendon. Uh-huh. And he would come in, like, every Tuesday for some meeting or something. And because he didn't want to sit in traffic, right? He would just take me to a movie, one or two movies every Tuesday. So I would just okay, whatever okay. came out, whatever came out, I would just go and watch. So I just whatever two things were playing on yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. day, you would absorb it. I would absorb it, and yeah. then and then it just became a part of mm-hmm. your your way of exactly. the world. Um, that as you, when you said you're you were always attracted to movies, I was like, that's a a, a new twist on the phrase, or not the phrase, the word cinephile. Sure. <laughs> Typically, sure, that sure. just means people who really like movies. Before but before I knew what the word cinephile meant, I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah. It's it's free love. I, I love loved the moving pictures. <laughs> um, I guess I I remember distinctly the first time that I cried in a movie. Nice. I was uh, six, mm. um, and it was Spider Man, mm. uh, and and the the scene that did it was of course when I mean. Well, spoiler, if you've never seen a single Spider-Man movie, but Uncle Ben dies. Oh. Um, in case you didn't know that. Uh, it's going to happen a couple other times. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that scene really hit me because I felt the, the guilt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that was the first time that a character... Because before that, I'd seen like George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not going to cry in George of the Jungle. That's not going to move anybody to tears. Um, you're, you're, you're going to see a white man fall into a pile of shit and <laughs> swing back your head and laugh. Yeah, exactly. Cry. You might cry tears of joy for the laughter, but sure, you're sure. not going to be moved emotionally. Uh, but seeing Uncle Ben die and then seeing that Peter Parker was responsible for it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. characters, mm-hmm. they can screw up in really bad ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that using your your powers for for selfish means will yeah lead to, yeah um, you know anytime that someone wants to rip me off of a uh, three thousand dollars cash and then he gets robbed I'm gonna have to stop that man because otherwise yeah your uncle dies yeah every time uh, <laughs> um, let's see uh, I guess well I I think like any other person specifically of my age I think we all kind of had. The same moment of crying, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I, well, I was four years old, and Lion King came on. Okay, <laughs> and we that, were all, in the th- and it was just a cacophony of children bawling. I mean, that when, that when to this day, <laughs> to this day, when when parents show their kids, that's that's many kids' yeah. first experience parents, with death. Yeah, yeah, mine so that was. Is, that is like, w- without doubt, the top three Disney moments right, of right, all time. Right. I, I, I doubt it will ever be clinched. Yeah. 
Um, but the with with the Spider Man, it wasn't just um, that the scene was sad, but my parents built it up as um, you know, it was almost like an event to see Spider Man. Uh, it was I mean, an event to see Spider Man. <laughs> I, I was obviously the target demographic right. for it being six. Also, terrified in that movie of Willem Dafoe's performance. Real good. When when he jumps up out of the chamber when he first gets hit mm. with the gas that that is haunt that haunted me. yeah yeah and even when we when i watched it you know when it came to dvd um back in the day when you had dvds uh i still couldn't watch it that those scenes i had to run out of the room mm. when those were playing and when i came back i would watch the rest of the movie um I mean, uh, what was that scene um oh just just Willem Dafoe talking to himself in the mirror mm-hmm. is everything you need to know. Yeah, I mean, with, <laughs> the, with the, the tribal drums and right, the, right, the masks right. yeah, everywhere. Yep, it's, yep, yep. Um, but so they, they, they told us that we were going to the supermarket mm-hmm. because our movie theater is in where the, the major supermarket is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't think anything of it because, I mean, I should have because they never once before said, we are going as a family to the supermarket. It wasn't like a place where you would go regularly. So yeah, but you're six. What do you know? I should have thought about it a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's at the supermarket? Not a lot of cognitive thought in a six. No, you just go and they say, let's go to the supermarket. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we drove up and I saw Spider-Man on the marquee. Lost my shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just went berserk in the car. Um, you're very lucky. Your parents were like, we are going to this thing. They're just like, put on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no suggestion. Just... It was always a surprise. Right? Yeah, so it was built up, and like I knew it was coming out. I didn't know when I was gonna see it because mm-hmm. release dates weren't a thing. You just went to the movies yes, when your parents took you, though. Um, and then, yeah, seeing it, it 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 had an impact. So that that sensation about going to the theater and and uh, that idea of like movies being this thing that you should gather around mm-hmm. to see, mm-hmm. been in my blood since I was a, a young child. So. It's very odd. I I do not remember going to a Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I just know that I have. <laughs> but I, I, I guess... Actually, I, 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 I actually really remember two. I don't, I don't remember one or three. Okay. Two kind of was like, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> two, two, two I, went, I, I went many times. Um, that was back when we had a drive-in uh, at Harborview. And uh, they, did you remember when they had a movie theater at the... On the Kingston? Yeah, the Courtly, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went there as well. Um, I, I don't know why that shut down. Uh, but I saw Men in Black there. Which one? In Black One. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I've seen Men in Black uh, seven times in the okay. theater. Okay. In the theater. Because I went like twice with my brother because we're like, this is the best movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go watch with my cousin, so we went again. And then my brother wanted to take his girlfriend and I wanted to tag along. Right. And then my dad had to see it. And then, like, some friends wanted to see it. Again. I mean, yeah, I can imagine that at the time, Men in Black being one of those movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Will Smith, I, I, I don't want to say height of his powers. I'm not sure. What is Will Smith's height of... Uh, that was the height of his powers. 1999? Yeah. No, uh, uh, 98. 98? I got to look it up. Get off the internet. Yeah, so. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh, so Independence Day was when we were like, oh, is this our new king? Right. And then Men in Black was just like, I guess this is our new king. Yeah. He, he's, did he, he's the one that turned down Matrix, right? Yeah. Would have been terrible in Matrix. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He, well, I, I, I always say this. Like, if he did Matrix, yep. he had his, he was so aware of his movie starness that when he gets a script, 
he gives it to his guy and it's right. just like put in my my alliance that I want to say for yeah. him. Yeah. So he would have gone like, no, let's make Neo cool and like yeah. and yeah. the whole point of Neo that works is he's just a huh? He's what kind of a dolt. He's like, what's going on? Like yeah. and and so is the audience. Mm-hmm. And they need that surrogate. Will Smith would be too cool for whatever is going on, you know? Yeah, and Keanu is a perfect blank slate. Exactly, yeah. I did recognize, like, I remember that was one of, Will Smith was one of the, the actors that was instrumental in my recognition of patterns for certain actors mm-hmm. in movies. Um, I would always look out for his, um, his Ah Hell Now. Like, yeah. he, he did that in iRobot several yeah. times yeah, in yeah, Men in yeah, Black. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure the original author of iRobot did not, <laughs> did not think I hell no. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, that was Will Smith's kind of, the whole thing as an actor is mm-hmm. he, you know, made being black friendly <laughs> to a mass audience. <laughs> that, that's kind of his, his, um, his whole thing. Yeah. And, and it, it wasn't just the, like, hey, he's insanely charismatic good-looking action star who knows, like, exactly how to portray himself right. on screen, but also, like, not only who had a movie, you could count, like, uh, like oh, I'm going to have fun with him because he's having fun and he's kind of like, oh, putting down whatever's yep. going on. He's he, Even though it's a very fun concept, he's always putting it down. He's a great... Plus, he's going to give you a song <laughs> to jam to for the summer. <laughs> so. he, he, he is a great um, kind of audience proxy for whenever shit's getting... Well, yeah. as they say in black, uh, not black, uh, bad boys, black boys. Wow, black that's, boys. That's a different movie. A much different movie. Um, in bad boys, you know, when shit just gets real, that's mm. when you want Will Smith around. Yeah. Um, I look. I've I've said it before, but um, if Michael Bay and Will Smith never decided on that scene where Will Smith runs down the bridge with mm. his shirt unbuttoned, <laughs> I don't think there is a Will Smith career <laughs> if that scene does not. That's a seminal like, hit, point in his career. Like, hit the, hit um, the audiences. Yeah. yeah, no, people needed to see that. That that gets them on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he was already the Fresh Prince. Um, so people knew Yeah, but him. everyone had a hit show. Right. <laughs> not everyone gets to be a movie star. No, no. It's at least not a movie star like that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure, like... Remember, it was a Martin Lawrence thing. Yeah. Because Martin Lawrence was a star, and Will Smith just happened to eclipse him. Yeah. In, in sort of a 48 days later, Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy <laughs> kind of move. And then, so, when he did that, from that, I'm pretty sure he caught the Independence Day role after that, and then, boom, that's it. Career, I, career start. I, um, I, I, I'm looking here, I'm seeing Hancock, and I remember that not getting that much love at the time. It's a weird movie. It, it, it is Quite. It's, it's, it's a movie in which the black superhero's um, weakness is that he cannot be around a white woman. <laughs> uh, also, it's a movie about Jason Bateman. It's not really about Will Smith. A movie about Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman is like a is like a marketing. Yeah, yeah he's he's his PR. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's 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 almost more Jason Bateman's movie. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it in years. I remember at the time. You don't need to see it. I, I don't plan to. Like I, I clips of it will pop up on my feed every now and then, mm-hmm. and I, I you know I watch it and I. Like, all, okay, all I know I is that the, the comic it's based on, or sorry, the script it's based on, is really dark and R-rated. Okay. And by the time it got into Will Smith's hand, they're like, let's make this a PG-13 yeah. movie. But it, it's really like a, a, it started off as a very dark kind of um, Alan Moorish <laughs> kind of take on superhero. I can, I can see that. There's, there's elements of that that I can see, you know, extrapolated to be a bit more serious. I think um, I I'd be way more interested in like what is alluded in that movie. Like, there's a scene where like him and Charlize 
are talking about like, oh yeah, when we're in Egypt, they worshipped us as gods. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's that movie? That right. sounds way more interesting. This this backstory you guys are pitching. Yeah, but because I mean, it the the twist is quite a disconnect from what's mm-hmm. going on. I mean, it I don't mind when. Oh, you guys are gonna hear a thump of a glass on this <laughs> recording. I don't mind if something goes out there um, partway through the movie, um, but. I'd, like if you're going to allude to something that is more interesting than what you're watching, mm-hmm. the rest of the movie is going to be a quite dissatisfying right. experience. Or in the very least, give us like a cool flashback. Scene. Yeah, give me, show me, show me the two of them. At least, like, just you know, you remember that um, that that uh, Michael Jackson video where remember the time? Yeah, is, remember, is that the one? Remember, remember the time. <laughs> yes. That's the one with Eddie Murphy as mm-hmm. a pair, right? Yeah. Just show me something like that, like yeah. just a few scenes. In fact, throw Remember the Time over it. Sure. Because sure. it's a flashback. Sure. You know, why not? Like, in, in The Mummy, when you're showing, like, you know, Imhotep and Anaxi Moon tricking up the emperor, I'm just like, this is cool, but you show me this for five minutes, so yeah. you set the table, and now you can do whatever you want afterwards. Uh, I mean, so as you said, The Mummy, I'm thinking of, of movie stars that have kind of... Mr. Brendan? Are we talking about Brendan? No, no. I was thinking of the, the Scorpion King himself. Oh, um, oh, um, Dwayne, the African American Adam Johnson. <laughs> um, have you seen you seen Black Adam yet? Mm-mm, you, no, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. You, okay, I'll wait. Wait until it it hits mm-hmm. HBO Max mm-hmm. in like six weeks. Sure. Um, I don't know. I just like to think of because I've one of those movies you hear about and after a while you think this is just not happening. After mm-hmm. seven years of hearing about it, you think they, it's not going to happen. No, like, I remember like when Man of Steel came out in 2013 or yeah. like, we're thinking of getting the rock for Black Adam. I mean, I it's... like, it's going to be Black Adam versus Shazam. I'm like, <laughs> great, sign me up. But that, to go back to what you said about Will Smith and his influence on his roles, mm-hmm. I think Dwayne Johnson is also an, an actor like that where he is hyper-focused on his relationship his with his audience. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah well, you, you want to hear my take on that? Go ahead. Like, it's very fucking boring. <laughs> I think he he wants to be he wants to be Mister like positive mm-hmm. and charisma and like haha I always got this right like calm down I I, I he wants to be like uh, omnipotent father figure. Ooh. Right? Yep, that's okay. kind of his entire thing. And I guess that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think that will last very long. What's I mean, you say that, but look how long it's been, man. I've I'm, I'm been waiting you know, for you, Dwayne you, you, to turn you, you, out. You know, you know, okay, so Scorpion King 2003. And he kind of muddled around mm-hmm. in almost dirt to v- <laughs> video land. Hey, man, Tooth Fairy. That uh, got a theatrical hey, release. Hey, man, hey, man. And so then I would say, I would, I would say that's the, the first act of his career is that. Mm-hmm. And I would say the second act begins when he walks off of that plane in Fast and Furious 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just dripping in like baby oil. And he's just like, <laughs> yo, I'm a beat up. It's just like, oh shit. Like that's, that's, that's the second career. Right. And that didn't even last that long. He pivoted right from that into, I am your confident father who few, wears brown tight shirts. Right. And everything is going to be fine. There were a few smaller action movies. Like, um, there's a, like a single title, single word titles yeah. that, I'm, that I'm not coming to me right now because I just... Walk, like, walk, like Walk Tall. Something like, yeah. Was the first one I'm like, oh, I guess he's all right, but something's missing. But there, there's something there, but there's also something missing. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm, I'm really... Comp- so many action heroes 
do this. Mm-hmm. They can have their singles. But I think if he doesn't stop this and branch out, mm-hmm. he's going to become Steven Seagal when Ooh. he wants to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. But the problem is, as soon as Arnold got big, mm-hmm. he was smart enough to go, let me use my star power to find interesting directors interesting things, who will yeah. do interesting things with me. But I th- he, 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 even though you think of him as a meathead, yeah. look at his filmography. No, no, it's but he very works, interesting. He works with people who people will get something, plays. get something out of him. Like people exactly. who know to play to Arnold's strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you will, you'll hear James Cameron talk about working with Arnold and, and you know, basically like running the show and knowing what is best for Arnold, even mm-hmm. if Arnold does not yeah, know exactly, it. Exactly. Nobody is going to say no to Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, well, I, I don't think he wants anybody to say no to no, him. No, he has a huge yes man team around right. him. And that's why he wears the same brown shirt. Yeah. In every film. <laughs> like, even, like, like him and, like, like, like Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. So him and the Kevin Hart movies, I, I guess that's for somebody. Right. It's not for me, but it's very popular. So obviously it's for somebody. And I respect that. Yeah. But when I think of that, I think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito in mm-hmm. Twins. First thing that came to mind. Where it's just like, oh yeah, that, of course, big guy, little guy. That's classic. Always do that. Yep. But even though Danny DeVito is oddly a, a huge movie star in his own right, right. he is a character actor. Uh-huh. And so they can both play strange characters. Yeah. When Kevin Hart and Dwayne, the Black Adam Johnson, is on screen, mm-hmm. they are simply themselves. Yes. There is no permutation to their characters. Each of their movies is in the same series. Yeah, they which just... is why Jumanji is kind of their best movie because mm-hmm. they're forced to play they're different forced people. to play different people. Yeah. And I'm like, great. But even then, do that more often. We like you. Yeah. Be different people. Even then, in the first. Uh, the first Jumanji, they were pretty much playing themselves. Inverse, in, in, inverse, in the, yeah. yeah. Um, Which it's funny. Great, yeah, it, yeah, but like they got to branch out a bit, you know, um, when in, in the sequel and they switched up the roles a bit. Uh, Dwayne but, should have played a little white girl <laughs> in the sequel. I do, I'm sure. I'm sure it was attempted. And yeah, he there just, had to been a pitch meeting. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And, like, and, and then oddly, they're like, "Would you like to play Danny DeVito?" <laughs> Which which is so odd. Yeah. But that is such a specific choice. It has to be based on the that place. that did work. But I mean, because 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 Kevin has Danny DeVito. I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> but I did not sense Danny DeVito. His in... Danny Glover was pretty good though. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Danny Glover was great. Yeah. But Dwayne was playing like old Italian man. It was. He was not playing Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, he, he that was his perception of what Danny DeVito yeah, is, which is and incorrect. It was incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Um, but then to, to, as you bring up Jumanji, like someone like Jack Black, who is consummate, consummate professional, I think criminally underrated. underrated yes. Um, I say that though, but like there are, there's a, a set of people, people who, love him. Yeah. But I think he almost chooses his roles very carefully. Like he doesn't just get up for anything. Well, to... I just mean there's a, the, the general consensus on Jack Black. Like if I were to ask my in-laws, what do you think of Jack Black? Mm-hmm. They're going to, um, think of. The, the loud, funny man, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Gulliver's Travels kind of guy. I never think of Gulliver's Travels. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So there's, there's people who recognize his mm-hmm. talent. Um, and I think that is... When I say, cause, Most kids would think of him as Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, uh, which in that he, he's playing that loud, fun mm-hmm. guy that mm-hmm. he was known to playing. That's kind of the brand that he got. Now imagine if that was all he played. Right. Um, but, you know, there you are... Look at, look at King Kong. 
plays the perfect 1920s <laughs> shitty director. Uh, but there's people who, who recognize uh, Jack Black's versatility yeah. um, that I would like to see. Because I, I, I feel like Dwayne has that in him. But I don't know if he is interested in exploring that. He doesn't want to. He's, um, he's had many, many different options. Here, yeah. So. Oh, but my, my favorite Jack Black quote ever, which I think sums him perfectly. Is that the way? Wait, hold on. Is this a, a thing at the Oscars? No. Okay. It's uh, somebody, it was a tweet or a meme or whatever, but somebody just said, Jack Black is like if you're on the creator character screen and you put <laughs> all of your points into charisma and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, I, I always think of, there was a, uh, I think it was 2009 Oscars, so this was been right after he did Kung Fu Panda. This is Tropic Thunder fan? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, Kung Fu Panda was nominated, um, but so was Wally. And well, he, he went up on the boy, stage. Tough call, guys. <laughs> he went up on the stage and he said, um, uh, somebody asked him about like, how he makes his money or something, but that was mm-hmm. a setup. And, and he said, well, what he does is he makes a lot of money doing a movie for DreamWorks. Right. And then come Oscar time, he bets it all on Pixar. <laughs> Smart. Good strategy. Smart. Um, I freak, that's, um, that is a movie that I saw when I was about 12, Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu, yeah. um, did not hit me just how damn good it is. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I think it was early enough in DreamWorks that they had not cranked out ten shitty movies. Yeah, <laughs> so you just like it's a it's a nice movie. It's mm-hmm. an animated movie. It's a clear yeah, panda and he's fighting the, the yeah. tiger and it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, you know? it was just like solid B plus guys. It's nice, nice, great. nice yeah. homage to some, uh, some kung fu movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Quint, like Quinton was surprised. He's just like I watched I watched Kung Fu Panda. I'm like they just jacked most of Kill Bill <laughs> into that movie. Um, the but those 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 sequels pretty much hold up. Um, I haven't seen any. Really, I, I I think you should give them a shot. Um, I I recently rewatched them just. Is uh, anytime um Angelina or Jackie Chan gets a check, I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, and then uh, speaking of DreamWorks, the How to Train Your Dragon series that that de- definitely impressed me. I you if know what? If you're not I, a fan like, of like, it, I, then I, that's I, the I end of this. Guess it, but I'm just like, it's. It's fine. I don't know why you guys are putting it on this upper echelon. I'm like, it's fine. It's not this amazing thing that you guys are pitching it. No, uh, no. All right. So that was it. This has been a good... We, yep, we tried great, for months mm-hmm. to get this together, but that, mm-hmm. that's the straw that I broke the camel's it. back. Oh, oh well. um, speaking of origins, I, I, I want to take a second to kind of speak to the people. The origins of Pennyworth, Batman's Bottle. Oh, God. Get into it. Bottom, into of, it. bottom oh. of the barrel, man. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I was going to talk about the origin of, of this recording, that it, you, if you haven't figured out what it is yet. Um, oh, has the context clues not worked on these people? I, I, hope, I hope it has, um, but just a little bit of background. Um, so we both, we both have had podcasts mm-hmm. um, that, boy, look, if you look at the, the hundreds of thousands of deaths from coronavirus... You can you can add our two podcasts to the top of the pile. Boy, oh boy, sure. Um, and and I was I was talking about this with my brother the other day. You would think uh, a podcast is very easy to do because it's it's audio, you know, and you you know you can do audio over Zoom. You can have a phone call. Um, not so. The spark's not quite there. Yeah, the there's there's a lack of because like you the the thing that I described is you could tell a joke and then there'd be that two or three second delay. And you're, all I'm thinking is, okay, this joke just didn't land with mm-hmm, the person mm-hmm. I'm doing it with. Um, so then I try and talk 
again. Over it, and, then, uh, and then when they're reacting to the joke, that's when uh, I'm the talking. The joke has landed. They're yeah. talking over there. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. it's all, you have to just edit that out because it's, yeah. it's foolishness. Um, I mean, on my previous podcast, me and my host need to like argue with each other. Right. And it's very difficult you to can't argue do over that. Zoom. Like, yeah, because then it doesn't work. You, you, when, when there's a delay on Zoom, there's a certain level of charitability where you're just like, oh, what were you saying? Like, that doesn't work right. with an argument. Right. You can't have that. You're supposed to be, you know, no, locking horns. The, the, the energies need to be in the room, guys. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, just like watching someone's body language, I think subconsciously that, that does something to how you communicate. Yeah. Um, so my previous podcast was um, called Moving Money Refinanced. It was with my partner, Shauna. And um, by the time that we were able to record again together in the same room, uh, she ditched me and, and sure. migrated sure. because, you know, li- life here is not always Heartless. the Heartless. best. Uh, yeah, like look after herself and her well-being of her family and people she cares about. Ridiculous. Awful. Comes off the youth, <laughs> right. But now we're here. Sure. So shut up and leave me alone. So stop, I will, stop. Have I once argued with you? No. Your process? No. no, but I'm projecting that. So I'm just, you, you have to let me say to the projection to shut up. Oh. Every time you're like, August? Uh-huh. September, uh-huh, October, uh-huh. Yeah. Day comes and nothing happens. Do I go, no, hey, you, bro, you really... Go? No, you don't, you don't. I, I, respect, I respect the process. You're good, and the process has brought us to this point. Um, but this podcast is, we are calling it Movie Mandem, because that's who we are. Sure. We're the Mandem that love to talk about the movies. That's true. Um, I am Damien, and this is Bam. Hey, guys. Say hi, Bam. Um... We're going to, I don't know when we're going to, did we talk about, when we're, we should talk about this off air. This is like admin stuff. I don't think this is like entertaining content. No, let's, let's, let's really put people <laughs> through the weeds. Let's really, yeah. So in the first quarter. Right. <laughs> um, it's going to be a weekly podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about just, I mean, this conversation that you were hearing came out of kind of nothing. We didn't really plan this. I actually was thinking we could talk about um, the year that we've had in a particular genre that has been firing on all cylinders recently. Uh, because we're talking, I, I want to say it's the day after Halloween, but I guess it's the day after Jamaican Halloween. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> uh, Halloween's on a Monday this year, and yesterday it, it seemed as though everyone on, and their mother just wanted to celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. They were, it was all over. No, no, Halloween is whatever the weekend of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the, it That's is the whole weekend. Um, I, I, a couple of years ago, there were maybe one or two Halloween events. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, it just, I couldn't look. Or I, everywhere I looked, there was a flyer for something in a different yeah. place. That was, I, and you invited me, and I'm like, I'm pretty booked. This, right exactly. <laughs> you weren't the only one. Because I, I pretty booked, typically, I would do something for Halloween, and it would have, you know, maybe about 20 people or so if mm-hmm. I invited that many. And this time was about half that, because they were just like, Look, uh, you got in too late, man. Yeah. Well, you got. You invited me. I'm like, I'm just waking up from a rave. I went to. <laughs> I cannot. I'm on. Um, to go to. I have to go this. That, uh. But what I like about that is I like seeing the because it's it is something that was not often celebrated here. We have a pretty religious culture, and mm-hmm. uh, it might have been thought not about. Not a big fan of demons. No. Yeah. Um. In fact, my the friend of mine who we had the party at. Yesterday, when we were leaving his house, he, he just said, please take all of your iconography and symbols out yes. of here. <laughs> I would like to go to sleep like tonight. Um, I, I, mean, I, I mean, every every time I was leaving my house in like a mask of yeah. 
death stare from my mother. <laughs> there, there was a, a, a friend of mine came in in a, a, a Ryu costume from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I asked him, you know, what did your mother say when she saw you in that? He said, I didn't leave my house like this. I, I, this was in the bag in the car. I changed into this when I got here. I dressed like uh, Quail Man from Doug. Okay. So, belt on my head, cargo shorts, green vest shirt, uh-huh. brief over shorts, and a cape, big red cape, big stocky sneakers. That's... And, I, and I walked boldly from my yard down the road in broad daylight <laughs> to like a costume party. I, I think... Because it was very, very... It was like literally across the road. No, but that's, that's, his, that's normalization. You should do that. Yeah. I remember... Um, I, I went... Oh, this is not Halloween. Okay, well then, then you get a a costume party on a different, Mm -hmm. not around Halloween weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's getting asked to be thrown into an asylum. That's a one-way ticket to Ward Twenty One. I but I like the 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 low effort costumes that I noticed last night when I was driving around because Mm -hmm. it's not we're we're not we're not quite there yet where you're gonna see people walking around in full decked out costumes. Did, did, Did you see mine? Have you seen mine? I don't, I don't think I did. Oh, yeah. um, well, I'm going to give you some visual content on this podcast. Yeah, that's going to be great for the radio. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, that's good. He's, it's, he's talking to the bride of Frankenstein, who mm-hmm. did a great job with her makeup mm-hmm. and her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is... Unicorn. A very neon rainbow unicorn. Mm-hmm. Um, looking quite distinguished, I have to say. The look on your face is like, yeah, I'm wearing this. Yeah. And uh, I'm okay with lot, it. A lot of comments for the evening from everybody. It's a bold choice to wear anything rainbow themed yep, yep, in yep, this country. Yep. I have to, and especially a unicorn mm-hmm, with with mm-hmm. that sticking out of your head. Uh, when I, when I got to the party, um, I turned to my girlfriend. I was just like, "Boy, a lot of guys came here dressed as Upton Bronman today." <laughs> <laughs> but that is actually a costume. You got you got your yep. your dress polo shirt, mm-hmm. little, some some uh, nicely pressed shorts, yep. and uh, some boat shoes. Mm-hmm. That's your up. That is the, the quintessential outfit for anyone going on a rum tour. Right. <laughs> or a beach it's party. Either like, or like the older people that are like, oh, this, his costume is gentleman who owns a boat. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yacht club. Yacht club like, gentleman. Yacht club chic. Yeah. Um, but the lower foot ones, I just saw, just, um, he just had a witch hat on uh, with his yeah. regular clothes. And that, that is his costume. That, that, that's the level I mean, my girl went to switch, but she did have like, the lace front yeah. and boots and everything she did. I saw two, <laughs> she did the whole thing. Yeah. Two, two red riding hoods last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a witch, uh, three construction workers. Lots of construction workers. Yeah. yeah. Low yeah. effort, though, because I can understand it. You put on the vest, you you're maybe like, grab the hat, you're, like, you're good. I'm good. Yeah. yeah and it's not too hard. I, I, um, I went as, uh, well, we, we, look, it looks like... We both chose uh, cartoon characters because I, I went as uh, Chip Skylark from uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Obviously. Very, Obviously. very low effort for me because mm-hmm. um, what happened was I found uh, a, red, a red hoodie in my closet. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in, in years and I thought, all right, there it is. That's a costume. I just need to find myself a beanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a floss around my neck, <laughs> with it, <laughs> which was in the a shape of a tooth. Uh, I was telling people, I was doling out dentistry advice the whole night because you got to get those teeth shiny. So is there anything you can find in the in your closet yeah. <laughs> that can mark out to become a costume? Like, do it. It's, it's, um, it's a good time, Halloween. Um, are, are you pivoting into horror movies? I was, this, man, this is, this, is, this is why this is going to work out because that is exactly what I was doing. 
Uh, yeah, because it's been quite it's a, been a hot five minutes on costumes. Yeah. It's been a, quite a year for Haro. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't. All right, so I will. I will talk about the the movie that I watched last night. It's my second time seeing it, and I don't want to talk about it too much because I think everyone should go. Watch everyone it. should watch it, and they should go in as blind as possible. Um, so how are we going to talk about Barbarian? That's if what you I'm. Cannot talk about Barbarian, please. What, as, is your, what is your plan? To as vaguely as possible, and if there are too many details that come out in the conversation, I will... Let me check the timestamp for when I have to look to edit it out. 34 minutes. Um, Here's the thing. W w like, when I watched it, I didn't even know anything about it. That's, what, just, right, that's my saw, first question. I, I, I just saw... I follow like, like a couple of movie, movie sites and a couple of critics on Twitter. Yeah. And everyone began the same way. Please do not look up this movie. Right. Please just watch. Every single one of them yeah. were just like... I do not want to discuss what happens in this movie. I just wish you would watch it. That's the first sentence out of the gate. And yep. I was just like, cool, mm -hmm. got it. So I just like dragged my friend and I was just like, hey, we're going to go watch this. You and dragged she, somebody to Barbarian. Yeah, because she, she also loved horror. Okay, and, and, uh, that's fine. And, 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 she, and she has like, she has zero understanding of like any pop, current pop culture. Okay. So whenever we watch something... I love hearing her opinions because yeah. it's not in any ethosphere whatsoever. Right, She's right. going to give me the most hardcore, ridiculous opinion on something. Yeah. So it's just like, you, come. So we're just, we're just, that is particularly why I married the person that I married because she knows nothing about my, my, my cultural base, uh, film, entertainment, mm -hmm. television, most of what Completely I have seen, yeah. never seen. Great. Never seen a Star Wars movie. Great. Um, I, oh, only watch The Godfather because I, I, I forced, forced it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like I will see, I, I'll show her things and the, the perspective that she gives me is just like, yes, I, this is far out of what I could ever come up with myself. You're about that? You always got something interesting to tell her? Uh, you know what? <laughs> always. Yeah. Um, the only bad part is I will react very violently whenever I find out that she hasn't seen something that I just yeah, think. Yeah, that's the that's And the, problem. the list is never ending. That's I'll never problem. get to all yeah. of them. Because I mean, there's things I'm, that I'm, I haven't. I mean, seen. I've had friends like that, and I just, I've just learned to go, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting that this cultural. But that's that's behavior. that's different though. That's your friend, you know. You can. Yeah, I suppose my wife would be a different. Yeah, so that's the person probably, I gotta live yeah. with, and you, you I, should probably learn to like, unless that's your guy's kink, I respect <laughs> it. But you should probably learn to like, you know, control that. No, I'm. I can control it. It's just like it's another thing to add to the pile because I I need I need that person that I, I am you know, uh, in a lifetime partnership with to have a concept of certain things mm -hmm. that, that are in my brain. It's uh, like when it's like when a Jamaican marries a non-Jamaican. It's like, why would you do that? Like, don't you need <laughs> a general <laughs> idea yeah. of each other? To and live? there's, a, like, I, when I, and she gives me a, a, a really great perspective on things that I will, you know, I enjoy hearing them. And that's, that's a treat of showing her things. It's always like, mm -hmm. every movie, movies that I've seen a hundred times, mm -hmm. I'll watch it with her and it's like, You've just spotted things that. One of my favorite YouTube shows is that. It's literally this dude who whose wife just every famous thing ever just completely flashed by her and she right. noticed. And they sit down and watch it for the first time. Yeah. And sh you see if somebody for the first time reacting to like, you know, Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> or like, like just, just to see the wonder in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it is great. It is great. Um, it's it's akin to having a child because a child is someone who, who of course it? they would not know of any oh, yeah, of these yeah. things they didn't exist yet. Right. Um, but like a child doesn't have their entire life experience to then mesh with this new thing that they've seen. Yeah. So that's why it's better. And also 
I, I don't want to have children. They're too expensive. Sure. Um, but back to Barbarian. Um, yeah, speaking of children. Good segue, My concept of it was I saw the trailer. It was one of those like trailers that popped up on a, a YouTube channel that is strictly just to show new movie trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw Bill Skarsgård and I saw a horror movie and I was like, okay, I get it. BTF. It was it was popular, mm-hmm. you know. He was great in it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see this guy in every right, you right. know trashy um, horror movie that mm-hmm. you, just because you need a creepy face. You oh, little hide did you know. Little did I know, and that is the most I will say about what you can expect from it. But I want to tell you about my experience last night because it, it really, really was more than I could have asked for. Um, so I I invited these people over, and they are movie fans, but. You know, they will watch very popular things, and um, I will sometimes say, all right, this is something that we, we need to gather and watch. Um, the one before this was RRR, mm. which we will talk about extensively on this we need, podcast. We need, we need a whole, like, five-episode arc. We're, phew, man, yeah, for each chapter of yeah. the movie. Yeah, we need one for the fire, <laughs> yeah. we need one for the water, yeah. we need one for your fault. Uh, uh, and, and then we also need to break down the individual characters oh, and all the things oh. that they go through and the flashbacks in, in that movie. Please don't comment that. My name is Jenny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we watched... I, and this, is, this was the true test of RRR for me. I watched it with them and then I had to cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was after the, the siege on the palace mm-hmm. with, with the animals. Um, and then I, I, I made sure to watch that. And then after that scene ended, I was like, all right, I have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was thinking, there's another hour and a half of that movie. Yeah. I'm wondering, are they going to sit and watch it? It yeah. was kind of late. They might have wanted to go home. Right. No, Further reports, no, they, they stuck through it. Their and I was like, man, you, I, you, this is why you're my people. I know it's a perfect 10 out of 10 movie because yeah. my father, who will watch like the first 30 minutes of a movie, <laughs> learn the characters, go, uh-huh. And then fall asleep, <laughs> and then wake up in the third act of the movie yep. and finish the movie. That's just how he generally consumes movies. That is funny because one of the guys that came over last night, he had been to two other Halloween movie nights before, and he, that is exactly what he did. Yeah. Except this friend of mine is like 28. So No, my father is uh, an older gentleman. <laughs> well, he's of the age to do that. Right. That is just what happened. That's going to yeah. happen to me. Yeah. Um, but so, so, so when, he, when, I, when I, I told him, I've, I've been like hyping it up for like three weeks, but yep. we just never really found time to sit and watch it. But I've told him, like, because I showed him Bahubali, uh-huh. which is the previous director's film. Okay. And that's really good. Mm-hmm. And he really liked that. And so, so we watched that, like, three weeks ago. And I kept on, nothing, a month ago, I kept on hyping up and, like, all right, if you like that one, yeah. we're going to watch, we're going to watch our, we're going to watch our. You see, and, I hesitate. And then he was wide awake uh-huh. and enthused the entire time. And I'm like, perfect 10 out of 10, that movie. There's a, yeah, there, there's a certain point where you. Are like what is this? And I have I am arrested. I have to watch the rest of this. And you might check the time and think, Nah, there's no way. There's three hours left of this. No, yeah. you're, you're sitting there. No, I hesitated to even mention RRR because I figured we'd go off on a tangent and talk about it. Um, so this is just like if we are going to we go, have a lot of time things to cover. Yes. Well, we're gonna dive into RRR specifically on a later date, but mm-hmm. um, you Teaser. might yeah you might want to take our word for it. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Netflix yeah. You can watch it right now. Um, they're going for the best picture now. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing they that. Should. Yeah, yeah, as they should. And, and if they win, I, oh I would God. argue it's like the most talked about foreign movie of the year. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, go, go watch RRR. There's no reason not to. If you have three hours to kill, even if you don't, you will start watching it and all your other obligations will fade away. Yeah. Um, no, I, I promise you get like two or three friends together, yeah. pour some drinks, mm-hmm. and just like, I, I dare you to watch the first 20 minutes of that movie and I want to finish it. There was, um, so I, I watched it and two or three days, context there, it's a three and something hour movie. Three hour 15. Yeah. Three hour 15. Yeah. It's a very, very long movie. It, it, you know, it's a lot to sit through and it's an so. epic, by the way, of like Titanic, like the way Titanic is yeah. epic, like it's literally in the true sense. But it, it, t- it does, epic. it does take a lot out of your day. And if you're a busy person, it might not be uh, the easiest thing to watch. But I watched it, and then two or three days later, I watched it again because mm-hmm. I immediately had to show my mm-hmm. wife. And then I've since watched it with her parents. Uh, I've watched it again by myself. It's about four times that I've watched it. Yeah, um, a solid day has been given to this movie. Of course. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, so the next thing that we saw was uh, the next thing that we watched. I watched it with this group was last night. We watched Barbarian because uh, they said it was releasing on HBO Max mm-hmm. a couple of days before we're gonna be gathering for Halloween. So I said, "This is it." I was this is the best Halloween. Movie. I was wondering what to show. Um, was, that's a great Halloween group. Yeah, movie, absolutely. Um, so, but here was, here was what was interesting. So about 10 or so people were in the room when we started the movie, right? And then halfway through the movie, two other people showed up mm-hmm. or no, two, two other people had, uh, yeah, they, they showed up and, and they joined us for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and their only context of the movie was from the middle bit on. Right. Right. And so, then uh, Justin Long or even before that? Just, Justin Long. Justin Long. They okay. had, it, it was like. You can almost watch it with Justin Long. It was in, <laughs> in the midst of the Justin Long part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was another group of people that came in right after the big flashback mm-hmm. near the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the movie, which I've seen already. And, I think and you could it. enter at any of those parts and it works. And I watched the different people yeah. come in and, and just pick up the pieces of Ooh. what the movie was putting mm-hmm. down. But what was fascinating was everybody had the, the bonkers reactions to what was going on in the movie, mm-hmm. given their individual context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the people who had been there from the beginning were just like, you, you don't even know. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it was like, because that's how I was to them when I introduced, I was like, hey guys, um, this movie's kind of fucked up. You know, it, it, there's going to be some things that... that, that I is, wouldn't even... Hell, if I was insurance one, I'd just be like... It's a horror movie. Yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. I, 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 I did want to because it was late in the night. It was kind of spooky times. People had to drive home late. Listen, if I get invited <laughs> to like a Halloween movie night, I'm like, I guess I'm going to see some more. Like, I watched uh, Martyrs, mm-hmm. this, this French horror movie. Yeah. Like, at our, and that is literally a movie where like a good 40 minutes of it is somebody's skin getting peeled off. And that is like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just like, if I got the horror, horror, I'm just like, well, I expect I'm going to see some very strange, strange shit tonight. So. Well, all right. So you're you're someone but, who. But Barbarian is like fun it, weird. It, it is. <laughs> it's it fun is. weird. Yeah. Um. So that's the most I'll say about the context of Barbarian, the content of Barbarian. But it was just so fascinating to watch people. Yeah. And and see their experience of it of the different points in the movie. That was the best I could have asked for for watching that movie with a group of people. Um. Every. Uh, 
it's funny you say that because like as I was watching it and I've only seen it once mm-hmm. but as I was watching it I was just like every 15 to 20 minutes the whole vibe of the movie changes yeah. it, 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 and you feel like you, you, you have it you feel like you get what it's yeah, you're going like, oh, for okay. oh, yeah. oh no, no. no. alright I'll <laughs> shut up you just tell me what's going on and I'll just listen um, now is the audience going to hear the awkward pause as we stop for an depends hour? on how much effort I put into editing I might just leave it okay. and say I'm going to pause it here and then come back and sure. say yeah. to them it'll have been two seconds right. I won't say how long it's been it's been about a week mm-hmm. uh, yeah so 2022 have, were you surprised at how many good horror movies we got this year uh, no because I think Horror is like a just cheaper to make, mm-hmm. so I think if like all other genres disappear, mm-hmm. horror will horror always, always kind of come like, well, we'll just pick up the pieces. It's <laughs> also that we are coming off of uh, an industry that suffered greatly in the pandemic and not sure did, being yes. able to make things, and you can't really guarantee that you're gonna get your your money back on these kind of big budget things. Yeah, and even before COVID. There was a, a a stretch of you know Blumhouse kind of mm-hmm, perfected mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. small budget big profit um iconic spend three million dollars made by fifty million dollars yeah yeah uh, I think and, and and also much like the sort of mega blockbusters of the day horror movies do kind of live on breathe on the weekend they came they mm-hmm, come out because yeah. everyone wants to get that first surprise whatever yeah and then it kind of always ninety percent of it it just tips off after the first weekend but. Mm-hmm. Like a strong word amount will also sometimes carry it on, but yeah, but it, more or less horror heads are are one of the most devoted. I was gonna say that because that's the thing with horror always... movies is that you have it, they are kind of a, a niche audience. Granted, a very devoted Horror-y. and loyal one, yeah. so they won't make a billion dollars, but they'll make maybe like at best two hundred million off of a very small budget. So you're able to get that like, yeah, like, massive um, profitability. Like, like, like your 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 Michael Myers is like yeah. I'm sure that Halloween reboot in like 2019 right before the proverbial shit hit the fan yeah. could not have cost more than 20 million dollars right and I'm pretty sure they raked in a solid <laughs> 200 300 yeah um but it's, and I, and when they're smart enough to do it again with like Jason mm-hmm. via Blumhouse I'm sure it'll do the same exact thing but I mean outside of the profitability of it um it also it's a space where there's a shit ton of creativity. Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it's creativity that also like threatens a small budget. Like you have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And, and unlike a drama where you have to like really convince someone, yeah. the, the average lame to go to a drama, yeah. a horror comes with it, a pitch, yeah. a free pitch. You're, you're, you're there for a, for a reason. Right, you right. want to be a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because they're they're low budget, there's kind of less eyes on it. So there's exactly. less, and and people kind of expect horror. But like to, or, like our good friend Barbarian that was released yeah. by the Disney Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing because yeah you, you, when, yeah yeah when when um because when Disney bought Fox, Fox yep, yep. there was this thinking oh well you know like Deadpool he's gonna get Disneyfied Disney, you're not yeah. gonna get you know the the cursing and everything for a superhero movie yeah or and everyone thought like oh I guess they're just gonna use Fox as like the R-rated branch yeah. of Marvel yeah um but you know you get something like Barbarian which definitely doesn't just push the envelope it it 
rips right through it. Yeah, and no one even noticed it. Yeah, got through the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's another one. That's one that that this year has. And Barbarian was like like five million, like simple, yeah. simple thing. Yeah. But it it be based like largely on word of mouth. Um, as you said, you know, those critics who would say, don't No, three see critics said the exact same thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess this movie needs to be watched. Yeah. So you, and, and then you, you go seek it out. And another one like that is Smile. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen Smile yet? I haven't seen Smile. No. Um, it's not, I, I don't love it, but I get why it has been yeah. tracking. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, I heard it's, it's cleaning up shop, right? It is 100%. That it's a, it's at a, uh, 185 million worldwide, which is huge. What's, what's the budget? Yeah, I'm just like about to, yeah, something like that. I'm gonna get the exact figure, but because there's like zero stars, it's all just like people doing creepy face. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the entire pitch of the movie. Yeah, and it it gets it. There's a lot. 17 million is the budget. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, it gets a lot done Good based on return on investment. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a lot done based on very little, though. Even with that same um, um, thought process, you know, smiles. The, the, I think the the biggest star in the movie is the guy from um, the Boys, uh, who plays mm-hmm. the, the, the A Train. Uh, um, mm-hmm. He's also the worst part of the movie because he can't act. Uh, <laughs> um, but but. It, I, I don't like to see um, black men tear another black man down. But I'm, fine, I, go ahead. I will, I'll tear down anybody who gives a <laughs> shitty performance. Um, but no, it... it it's I was a, just in Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> it, it, it gets by on a lot of jump scares. Mm. Um, it, it's very much... I'm yeah, it looked very... Um, this woman yeah. is explaining what's happening and then the person she's talking to becomes the mm-hmm. Ghana movie. There's... Silence, and you know that following the silence will be a, a jar. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that happens constantly. But it's it's having fun with it, and you're there for the ride. Like after the first twenty minutes, you're like, "All right, this is what this is. I'll just get jump scared a couple of times yeah, in this movie." I uh, hate horror movies that does that. I think that is the it wears thin by the end gimmick one could possibly do. Like, yeah, give me some nice existential dread. Don't. Yeah. Don't go really silent and then jump you want out something and, atmospheric and, peek, and peekaboo me like a baby. Like, yeah, that's, that's not fair. Uh, so that's what what I didn't like about it because by the third act you're just like, all right, well, I'm I've jumped enough. Right. You know, I'm, I'm I, I can I, get I, the obvious trampoline. The joke, guys. Huh? Yeah, like I'm give me something more, and it, it delves a little bit deeper into the psyche of the character and, and her yeah. backstory and everything. The, but the the one movie I I liked that was kind of all jump scares, but it it had like the best jump scare arguably ever mm. was Insidious. Mm-hmm. I think it was. It was like what's his name, Patrick Wilson. Yeah, he's just at the table and just appropriate of nothing. <laughs> there is a red demon behind him. Yeah, like this was not alluded to previously. It's just random red. I, I'll tell you this. I've never like, I've never seen Insidious. But I, seen the picture. I've no, I know that, yeah. that scene. Yeah. It, it, it's an iconic jump scare. Mm-hmm. It's one of them that transcended the movie itself. Um, quick aside, I have this irrational hate towards Patrick Wilson. I think he's a fine he's a, he's actor. A, he's, a, he's a boring old wet noodle. Isn't he? <laughs> I just want to... Like every movie he's yeah. in... And he he does fine. I've seen him in things where he's, he's great in it, but... He's, he's great in like... Uh, what's that movie? Little Children? Um, him and other dude, Rorschach, from Watchmen. Yeah. They... So Zack Snyder clearly at some point watched this movie and was just like, 
that's my that's my night owl, that's my Rorschach. Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're in this little drama like mm-hmm. that just basically takes place in like a little suburb. And Patrick Wilson is basically playing this like stay at home dad who starts giving his wife bun with um Kate Winslet. <laughs> right. And he's kind of just like a he's kind of playing the same regular white dude, mm-hmm. but it's done in a way where like, oh, this is a realistic portrayal of regular, but regular he's, dude. He's so regular white. He's literally white bread sometimes. Yeah. Um, but here's a joke. Like, I think casting producers are like, we need a white guy. Mm-hmm. So they call him. But then if you see his plays, he's like a song and dance kind of guy. Like he's, 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 he, 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 he kind of like has a, a really, Hugh Jackman problem where you're like, yeah. he's one thing in the movies, but like on stage. He's Speaking of which, I was saying this to um, my wife the other day that um, Hugh Jackman and, and Gerard Butler are in that same camp in my, not in my head. Right. Where they're, you know, they're, they're really theoretical. Typically known as tough guys, but like I was introduced to Gerard as the Phantom. The Phantom, yes. Yeah. Uh, so. I was introduced to him as Dracula 2000. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like his face, but I'm, I'm sure he's a very nice person. He was great. In, the one thing that Aquaman, I loved him in. The Aquaman? I was going to mention him in Aquaman because over the top to the, the very best. Everybody knew exactly what movie they were in. Man. <laughs> Like, I, I remember when I first saw that and I, I disliked it and then I realized I need to get off my goddamn high horse yeah. and just appreciate the the giant crab creatures fighting yeah. against the yeah. warriors on the yeah. killer whales. and just what, what, if, what if Julie Andrews was a giant kraken? Just the boss to do that. Yeah. Um, in the middle of that movie, there's just a, a, a horror scene in the, in the <laughs> abyss, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and then they go into like Jurassic Park, The Lost World with mm-hmm. Nicole yep. Kidman and crap people. I'm like, great movie, guys. Um, yes, but he was great in Fargo. Um, oh, yeah. In the second oh, yeah, season yeah, of Fargo. Yeah, yeah. That, that uh, I mean, spoilers, but that transition from him to the old man. To yeah, the old man in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh. <laughs> that is the only time where, because when he, when because I watched the first season of Fargo, loved it. And then when the second season started in it with Patrick Wilson, I was like, fucking going to hate yeah. this. But then. He just something about him. I feel like it was because he had a little bit more grit. Like there's a scene he was where like a he's, badass in it. he's yeah, badass like he's he's yeah. going toe to toe with um Bokeem Woodbine's yeah, character, yeah, the best character written on television. Absolutely. <laughs> um, why don't they, why haven't I seen Bokeem Woodbine in everything ever? I like, think that once I'm just, a year. Like, I'm just like, dude, be in more things. Do you Please, remember? For the love of God, he was the only reason that I wanted to watch uh the Total Recall remake. Oh, I, I didn't uh, end up watching no, it, I, uh, but he, he no, was the no, thing. No, not even him can allow me to watch. Um, I think we were talking. I, I would love to do a whole episode on Total Recall, by the way. I think that is just one of the best things. All right. Um, I'll, I'll put it down in the list of... Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to have a long list of things. That we should make an Excel sheet. <laughs> um, right, so yeah, Smile. That's, that's, a, that's a big one that has been you know hitting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, getting rave... Uh, Rave, well, rave reviews in the sense that people acknowledge it for what it is, and people have been going to it continuously. There it is. It is continuously in the top five. Um, but another it's kind w- of always a horror movie, isn't there? I mean, it feels like that yeah. these days. I remember because Blumhouse gonna shit out three. Yeah, maybe one good, and then <laughs> and then some indie studio is gonna do like another one or two. Yeah, they're they're easy to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know if they're easy to produce, but they're cheap to produce. They can do them en masse. Um, but I think the, the, the one that this year was the horror blockbuster for me was Nope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, friend, good friend Jordan Peterson. Yeah, and that that go, going back to Barbarian, um, Zach Krego. I when I watched it, I had no idea who this that guy was, mm-hmm. and then I looked into you know who he was, and mm-hmm. he's mainly been comedy. Comedy, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if it is. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense to me because I, I when when Get Out came out, Jordan Peele was like, it's really all about timing. Yeah. Um, the timing to make a joke and the timing to scare so someone. Scare somebody, yeah. same, you know, it's the same rhythm. Yeah. yeah. And it's about um, empathy in the scene. What mm-hmm. is it that's going to be conveyed mm-hmm. to the audience? Um, so. Man, Mel Brooks. Right there, <sighs> oh, Mel Brooks. Okay, I thought I said Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson. A lot of apocalypto. It's kind yeah. of hard. <laughs> Depending on who you ask, Passion of the Christ is well, too well, <laughs> well, I mean, listen, big up the torture for him. Um. Who was that? And uh, J- John Krasinski with Quiet uh-huh. Place. That's mm-hmm. another one mm-hmm. from the comedy camp going to horror. But um, nope, I, I, got a, I got a whole theory on John Krasinski. You you've already spit theories about The Rock, so um, please go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, to talk about John Krasinski, we must first talk about our good friend we all know and love, mm. Crisp Rat. <laughs> Chris Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. um, our good friend Star Lord. Yep. Uh, so he, you know, because of his life choices, <laughs> um, gets a lot of like internet hate because everyone thinks he's this sort yeah. of like right wing kind of guy. And really, what he is, and I've I've done my research. Really, what he is is he's kind of like one of those like just kind of chill, laid back guys who yeah. kind of finally got his super boss in Hollywood, and he became like a star star immediately. Yep. And that can be kind of mind crushing mm-hmm. if you really think of it. And so he decided to retaliate to that by buying a big ranch out in the middle mm-hmm. of like middle America mm-hmm. and just like got divorced because God knows what stress was, was going on with his life. Okay. And just, you know, okay, he he happened to marry Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Right, right. Whatever. And so he just like, I need to just get away from the stress and just move out in the middle of nowhere and just shoot bird and just calm down and then. When I, feel I, when like I want I'm, to shoot a movie, I'll shoot a movie. I feel like I'm watching Barbarian right now because you started with a theory about John Krasinski. And I'm, now I'm, I'm getting gonna, I'm gonna circle back to John very much I'm into the backstory of Chris Brad. I'm going to circle back to John It's okay. called a good joke. It's called a good story. It's, it's, <laughs> it's layout. Anyway, so, so that's what Chris Rath is doing. Now, he went to that, like, that frigged up church. Yeah. Um, but then he like quit afterwards when they started getting too weird. Mm-hmm. And but everyone always talks, oh, he's in the church. No one talks about like he got the hell up out of there right. at some point. And so he kind of just like keeps himself. Yeah, he's like you know Christian, whatever. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Do you think, bro? And so he's just living off on a ranch. Now people know inadvertently put it on him that he's some. I don't infer the devil's name, but when Trump came around, everybody went crazy. Yeah. It's like we're all extremely politically minded. There's no, there's no lines. Mm-hmm. So everyone put him in that camp all of a sudden. Now it did not help that in Infinity War, people <laughs> say that he did the largest mistake of that film, which is unfair. His mm-hmm. character is a doofus. Yeah, <laughs> and overwhelmed by emotion. Overwhelmed very by emotion. much within Star Lord. Right. Yeah. He also has, I would argue, the least amount of understanding of the stakes of the main characters. Like Gamora kind of pushes it to him, yeah. But she, but he's also like, she kind of like dropped his dad, the dad thing, really late. Mm-hmm. Like you know who has the most understanding of the entire situation mm-hmm. and fucked up far harder than than Star Lord, mm-hmm. Thor. 
Thor watched his entire family get murdered. He witnessed firsthand what he was going to do. And he's, he starts off the journey of the movie. Not only that, but he's the one in the... He's the only... He's the first character in the movie that has any concept of what the Infinity Stones are in the entire yes, series. Yes, he knows what is going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chris Wright don't know what the hell is going on. No. Right. So, and then... And then, so Thor's entire journey is to just get the weapon to kill Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. That's his entire journey throughout the movie. He had one job. He had one job. Mm-hmm. Chris Wright is doing all sorts of things, yep. right? And so he's all he wants to do is get by Gamora. It is understandable that he would like interrogate Thanos in a seat. Sure, it's a really bad time, but yep. he would interrogate the suspect when you hold on the suspect. So and Thanos <laughs> is the most determined man in the universe, as mm-hmm. we all know. So of course he like beat up all that. And everyone's like, oh, blame Starlight. But you know who really fucked up? When the goddamn gauntlet was put on and it is zero hour, mm-hmm. dumbass Thor comes down <laughs> and is toying with him mm-hmm. at zero hour. Now he's got I would him. imagine that is a Far greater fuck up on his uh, because everyone likes Thor, so nobody talks about how that is uh, the worst for the worst for the yeah. Because when when Star Lord does his thing, you're like, all right, well, you know, we still got we still got some time here. We can still salvage this. Mm-hmm. Thor is like the, the the fingers are about to snap. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, with all that said, mm-hmm. I understand why people hate Chris Pratt. If you look into it, I don't think he deserves all that. I think he's just kind of just. Whatever. Yeah. Fringe. John Krasinski now. I think he rightfully deserves the reputation that people are mulling on to Chris Pratt. That's, because that's, listen, let's no, look people at... People love John Krasinski. Lo- I know. They sure do love that big old goof <laughs> from office. But let's look at him for a hot minute. Okay. Right out the gate. So um, he was auditioning for Captain America, for Steve Rogers. Right. Right? Didn't mm-hmm. get it. Everyone, yeah. everyone heard about it and they're just like... The big air dumb guy from from yeah. third from office get out of there, so he lost that. Kind of bounced around in like rom coms for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nothing came of it. Then what happens? Michael Bay is like, hey, Michael Bay, who's a different kettle of fish, is like, <laughs> hey, I'm doing the Benghazi movie. Mm-hmm. No, we are right in the middle of Hillary Clinton is evil because mm-hmm. she left out her emails, and my boy signs on <laughs> in this hotbed of things to do it. Yep, and then. Tutu's, no, nothing, nothing comes of it, but then Tutu's, he does A Quiet Place. Yeah. Okay. Everyone loves Quiet Place. Mm. I think it's a great movie. Mm. But let's, for a brief second, try to formulate what that movie is about. Okay. Outside of just aliens. Mm-hmm. It is a rural family mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. They are clearly people of the land. Right, as right. As one would say. Okay. And they are trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is have a baby. Yep. But if they speak out too loud, mm. or if they express their opinions, right. what happens? Mm. They are bombarded yeah. and they are cancelled yeah. by, the, the, by the aliens mm. that come around and shut them down. So, so r- really, so, so that's one theory. Yeah. But please, if you could tell me what else... Could be the greater metaphor of that film. I would love to hear it the, because nothing else seems clearer than that. The 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 because cl- right, the 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 idea of um you can't say anything otherwise you'll get attacked. Yes, that's clear yes. within the what, what DNA that possibly mean of Quiet Place. Yeah. And it it has always like the 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 setup of the family on the the farm and mm-hmm. and very like fundamental um, white uh, uh, you know new. 
nuclear family, mm-hmm. right? That's that's all that always was to me like this shouldn't feel as sinister as it does. Doesn't it feel feels, sinister. It, well, it feels it feels like uh, um, what he's trying to put across is that this is the ideal. This is what you want. Sure. But that to me feels like. All right, I get that I'm supposed to root for you, but mm-hmm. like, is no, it like in a just vacuum, because it you're feel, it doesn't feel anyway? Yeah. But then just try to examine what do the what could the aliens possibly mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Try for a brief second. So you're anyway, so you're saying he made Quiet Place. He made, made the Benghazi movie when it was <laughs> the hotbed of of Hillary Clinton is evil. To further then he his made, agenda. Then he made. I don't know. Okay. But then he made. I'm, I'm just asking questions all like right, my good friend right. Alex Jones. No, nothing, nothing ever goes wrong after that. Um, uh, and he made that. And then what does he do? He signs on to play what's his name um, from John Grisham novels or whatever. Oh, uh, uh, just really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack. Jack yeah, Jack yeah. Reacher. Not Jack Reacher. Not Reacher. The, the, other the other one. one yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is just straight up right wing propaganda, mm-hmm. <laughs> like through and through. And then he also does a bunch of like soldier movies. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sorry, guys. John Krasinski is the one. He's he's very quietly and happily married to some, you know, nice British woman. Yeah. But uh, well, he is the guy who is doing all these things you are you are accusing. And yet, the the Chris of doing. same people want him to desperately play Reed Richards. Um, oh, I mean the worst performance in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Man, that, that one. That one. Are you referring to that one? It was just like. You had such goodwill. You had people behind you. You had campaigns, and this is your no. What he had was um, him and Emily Blunt stand up beside each other, mm-hmm. and they make for good fan art. That yeah. is the be all and end all look, of that fan. Character. Look alone is not enough. I'm sorry, it's not going to work out that way. But that that is going to lead me to my next thing of what um, for horror for this year. I it you noticed it kind of bleed into other genres a lot. So you mm-hmm. saw Multiverse of Madness, and um, you know movie of the year morbius um <laughs> let's 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 the the superhero the doctor <laughs> the superhero genre kind of embracing horror mm-hmm. um albeit you know kind of missing the the point of horror because i don't i don't feel like horror thrives necessarily when you have all the money in the world no. thrown at it um you know you, you get kind it's of great what is the most expensive horror movie yeah that's a good question. I, 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 I don't know I don't know. But um yeah, those are ones that I saw this year. And also um I'm just looking at a list of horror movies in, in twenty twenty two. Um I mean, did you see Halloween ends? No, I've only seen the first one. Okay. And then, of the new ones. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it and I was just like, Oh, David Gordon Green mm-hmm. and what's his name from Again. Spawned and Down. I'm just like, this should be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And it plays. I'm just like, oh, this is just a Halloween. Movie. Yeah, it's a, it, it's just a Halloween movie. <laughs> okay. Um, another um comedy to horror transfer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I started talking about Nope as the horror blockbuster of the year, and then I, yeah. I lost it. That's an expensive horror movie as well, though. Um, I suppose, yeah. But see. I mean, budget of what, sixty-eight what? million. Sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, bro. Just touch the sixty-nine. Um, I mean, when I watched that, to me, that was like, especially towards the end, mm-hmm. it dawned on me like, oh, this is Jaws. Mm-hmm. This is this is a horror movie at first, mm-hmm. which becomes uh, an adventure movie where we're trying to capture yeah. the thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, great, great, great. This is really good. And, and it, it kind of, it's, it's Jaws to a more sinister degree where the, well, I suppose you see it in Jaws as well, um, where the, the, 
in Jaws, it's a denial of the threat. And right. we're, we're making a, a profit yeah. and making use you of... You can't fix a problem that would, interrupt, that would interrupt profit. Right. But in Nope, it's how do we take the problem and make a profit, profit off of profit. it. Yep. So it's as yep. if the, the, the mayor from Jaws was like, oh, we got a shark? Let's sell tickets to that bad boy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, and, and so it takes it to that level of... I, I mean, it's that, but it's also more nuanced because it's the people who were always shoved out of making the profit. Yeah. Who want to make yeah, the profit. Trying to, make, trying to get a piece of that pie for themselves. Right. Um, and then, you know, suffering for their, uh, their ambition. A um, lot of horse deaths in that movie, unfortunately. I, I don't like Listen, Jean Jacket is real hungry. Okay? <laughs> I don't tell you. Loves, loves num 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 some horses. Yeah. I also like that um, there was little to no explanation for the origin of the creature. You do not um, need it. I, I like when a, uh, a movie doesn't tell you things. Yeah. Um, Which is why I love Jordan Peele movies. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, he just presents information. You're like, uh-huh. Got but it, that's with... with and it's funny that he has given you less information the more movies he makes. Yeah. Because in Get Out, you have... Um, yeah, Chris. Get Out is pretty clear. What is going, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Chris is in the chair and he's getting the video that tells exactly what's going on. You're right. Um, in Us, it was, you know, there was a, an allusion to this connection the that was there, government yeah. program. Um, but... Like, like, here's the thing. Like, Us... Us like really grows on me. Yeah. Because when I first watched it, I was like in that hype of like, oh shit, Jordan Peele, right, right, this right. gonna be great. And then like I remember it's ending, and I'm like, that was really solid. Mm-hmm. But like I knew it wasn't as great as Get Out, but yeah. I was just like, this is really good. And it kind of like falls apart because I'm like trying to logically work out right how the tethered works, and I'm like, no, but that's that the thing. Make sense. And the- but then but then I went right back around to. I actually don't care if it makes sense. Ex- ex- I really exactly. like the concept. Because the, the, the details you get in that movie, you try and piece them together, and if you try and logic it out, it's not going to feel... Line up, yeah. Yeah. It has to... Whereas Get Out, every piece feels like this all connects. I understand where this is coming. Mm-hmm. Everything plays into each other. Even when you rewatch that movie and mm-hmm. go back, like um, the, the scene with uh, Chris and his girlfriend, and she's acting out uppity with the police officer. Um, she doesn't want any. She doesn't want him, any record of him being, being in the system. Uh, but in the moment, it seems like she's, you know, being oh, that nice white girl, when, yeah. white feminist. I was, I was right up with her, like until they were like walking back to the house yeah. after the party, and I'm just like, yeah, I need to get out. Oh, this isn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. And then he like looks through the photographs, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but us, like, I, to to. I don't remember who it was that said this, but it was essentially um, plot holes don't bother me all that much. If I like what's going on. If I like what's going on, if I'm into what's going on with the characters, if I can get certain moments that hit me, like, okay, this, that was effective. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what it is with us for me. Um, like, you know what doesn't hold up? Uh, most horror movie monsters. <laughs> I mean, I don't... You're 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 there for the I mean this is a cop out but you're there for the experience of, right. of the, the the frightening atmosphere. No, this isn't a cop out. That's a Kevin Smith movie. Man. <laughs> I never saw it. Uh, I saw. Never, I saw, I saw never need to. Tracy Jordan. Uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy God, Morgan. What <laughs> <laughs> is the Tracy Jordan? Uh, Tracy. It would have been a it would have been a good like you know fake movie on Thirty Rock. But uh, as a whole movie, it seemed like I don't need to see that. Uh, what else we got for 2022? There was Scream 5, which I didn't like. 
Um, I'm just, but that's just me. I'm not a fan of the Scream franchise. I think it has its head up its own ass. Yeah, um, I watched one. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then two and three came up. I'm like, yeah. you guys should stop, right? Yeah, you don't need this. Um, see, this this is why this works because if I talk to most, there's a lot of movie fans out there. That if you say one bad word against Scream, they're just they. they they write you off. You're like you're you're not an authentic. Yeah, like movie if I said fan. one bad word about *Tales of Train and Dragon*, some people would write me off, right? Well, I mean, you would deserve that in that well, instance, well, I would say. Yeah. Um, I balled in that second movie. Um, I'm sure you did. And and I, the the scene which made me cry came up again on my feed, and I was like, let me just watch this again out of the context of the whole movie and just mm-hmm. see if it affects the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's an effective movie. It's very well done. The the flight scenes in those movies are Again, an essential are roller coaster. Good, and there's also the roller coaster of the emotions. With uh-huh, the, uh-huh, you know what? You're a uh-huh, bad person. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I'll watch uh, Avatar if I want to watch lovely flight scenes on dragons. Thank you. Man, I, I, rewatching that in theaters was. It reminded me of why I like this mediocre remake. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I keep on telling myself oh, I need to like rewatch it, rewatch that, but I'm just like, what if I just go in cold <laughs> and and the fifteen years that have passed in the world and try and piece things together? Like... All right, um, there was some really great material that um, you see. This is what happens when you don't podcast for two friggin' years. Listen, man, something we're, we're, happens. We're, we're fresh. We're shaking the cobwebs. Let's just do this. Come yeah, on. literally, there were cobwebs on here before you came down here. Yeah. Um, all right, so. We, we, we talked a bit about the other horror movies of 2022, um, so I'm just, we're just going to go over that real quick. Um, I do want to just say, uh, the creator of Jeepers Creepers is a scumbag. Sure. <laughs> that's the one thing I want to pull back yeah, from, that's, that's... that bit of content. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking about, uh, in the last few years, we've seen a lot of revival stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween Ends and Scream being franchises that came back in the last few it, years. It, it, it's so funny. Blumhouse did like a tight 15 of basically original horror. Mm-hmm. And then now that they made all their money, we're like, franchises? I yeah, guess yeah. just buy back old and horror franchises. As you <laughs> mentioned, they're, they're doing The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that came back this year, you had Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, which... People did not like Hellraiser, which people liked a lot. And are really horny for. Yeah, because... Uh, and, and so as, it's a horny property, technically. Yeah. Um, and I think, as a, I think, I don't remember when we mentioned it, but horror tends to take their franchises and run them into the ground. So mm-hmm. being in an era where certain we, franchises... We are now seeing that done by the um, Marvel and DC Corporation. Yeah, man, I mean, how many... I, I liked Thor 4, but I don't know if they're going to be able to continue with that character in that particular yeah. way. Yeah. I don't know how, how long that's going to last um, before it gets into, like, Joel Schumacher territory. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, people were, were taking on uh, big, fat, metaphorical dumps in that movie. Yeah. And I'm just here to say that, like, listen, it is in no way the best Marvel movie, mm-hmm. but I assure you, I would watch that five more times before I dare watch Thor 2, mm-hmm. The Dark World, yep. ever again. Yep. So... It's not like it's, which is the correct analysis. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, it's it's like it's not the best, but I'm like oh, that is certainly the cutest Marvel movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it that. Is there a cute Marvel movie? I mean, Baby Groot. Argu- Arguably, Guardians. Yeah, Guardians. Baby Groot is what came to mind. Um, right. Simpleshows.com. Come on. Man. <laughs> um, yeah. So the but being a a. a, a Genre that tends to rely on its long-standing franchises. When they when they, it's revival season, horror is gonna be doing that. So you got a Hellraiser, uh, Orphan came back this year. Orphan and first I heard it was kill. Pretty, pretty 
okay. I heard it was pretty fun. Um, I, 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 I only watched Orphan once, but yeah. I remember that, that movie screening very vividly. Everyone mm-hmm. had a good old time yeah. during that wacky movie. It, it, it is a, a movie that has a, a pretty vocal fan base about it. Um, however small they might really be. weird that they're like 15 years later yeah part two yeah like, it's but that, like, that's different actor no w- same actor <laughs> like, oh okay oh and she's younger in this one that huh, makes alright huh, huh. yeah because she did die yeah so, huh. yeah so I guess okay. they're, they're rolling with it people rolled with it though they, they were oh, they were alright with it yep. but it's similar to what we were saying about, I don't know if this made it into the recording but when we were talking about Us um, Jordan Peele making Us that was a movie that if you try and piece it together logically, it doesn't really make sense. It really falls apart. Um, You're having a great time. You have time. a great time with it. And horror is a genre that kind of lends itself to that. I feel like... I'm, I'm very forgiving of horror if, like, the vibe <laughs> is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. good. Once the vibe yeah. check is all right. Horror and action. I'm just like, listen, I'm having fun in a moment. I don't really care. But also, horror is a, a genre that kind of... It, it, it has a message. And it will relay that message to you like it's it, the victims in horror are chosen for specific reasons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and the the reasons why the killers are like as you were saying about um john krasinski's manifesto uh, <laughs> quiet place it's very pointed and and that's something that i think people appreciate with horror because even though it seems very lowbrow right um blood and gore under kind of, analysis yeah you can really get into some in-depth you know, conversations about what horror is trying to say. Like in Morbius, it's all about, you know, that's true. power that's true. and how it affects right. the as common man. Know. As we all know. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, please give me a hot 10 minutes dissection of Morbius. I'd love to. I, we, I could do it. Um, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, get a, I'll, get, I'll get a drink while I'm doing that. <laughs> um, all right. You've been here long enough. Uh, you've been listening for long enough. I'm going to try and piece together these recordings into something listenable. Cool. Cool. Um, as we said before, this is movie. Movie Monday. He did not like that large uptick in sound. No, I mean it did. There's like a, a peak in the audio, but it, it didn't look good, and it's gonna hurt people's ears. But yeah. that's fine. That's what air horns are supposed to do. Yeah, um, yeah this is Movie Mandem, the show where a couple of Mandem want to talk about the movies. Sure. Uh, I have been one of your hosts, Damian, with my co-host. I'm pointing to speak. Oh, sorry. I talked to you. See, this is the problem. When yeah. I point to you, you speak. Oh. All right. It's okay. Now that feels well, too well, well, directed. Right, right. Like, I don't... We gotta work I don't, I don't need part. your notes, my guy. Yeah. This, this, no, I will know. listen to your vocals. I'm like a good improv I'm putting partner. my will, hands in my pocket. I will no gestures of, allowed. Like an Italian trying to, you know, curb his way of communication. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I've been your host. Or what do you see? Now that looks like controlling. Oof, oof. I've been one of your hosts, Damien, uh, with my co-host. Bad show, old boy. Come on now. You're not, you're not setting a good precedent for us. Uh, my co-host, Bam, thank you for joining me today, and I hope to see you again soon. I don't know when next we will record. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, next year. <laughs> um, well, I want to put these out on a weekly basis. Uh, what was the day that you thought was a good day to put them out? Day of the week? Uh, put them out? Yeah. Um, you know, Tuesday, so we slide to the algorithm of the internet. Tuesday well, is the highest traffic day of the internet. Is, is, that, is that really? Is that, is that the highest traffic day of YouTube and generally speaking podcasts, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, uh, I guess people, they go to work on Monday, they work really hard. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Tuesday they're like, kind of, I, I can ease back. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, cool. All right, so 
every Tuesday then. Uh, th- that would work because if, if we happen to be able to record on a, weekend? on a weekend, like on a Sunday, I could look at some box office and talk about that because I really like talking about box Anyway, that's admin stuff. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Please stick with us. There are going to be some very in-depth conversations. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get as super specific. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be talking about... We're going to get real annoying about this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Real pedantic, as they if, say. If, if, you, if you enjoyed um, those, those theories that Bam had about certain actors buckling, <laughs> there's a lot yeah, more where that came from. Uh, I, got, I got theories about uh, Patrick Stewart's career. Sure. I really want to get into that. Patrick but, Stewart? Okay, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Oh, good old Patrick Stewart? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never did a thing bad Patrick Stewart. Did he, did he do something? Nah, bad? he's just an old British man. Drinks his tea and shows up, to my knowledge. That's what I mean. That's as far as we know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, I mean, been famous since he's a famous British man since the seventies. We don't yeah. want to. We don't want to. That, that that's a bad look under, look under the look under the hood of that. And, and he's made enough money where you're never gonna find out until he dies. All right, that's it. That's the show. Thank you for listening. Um, next time, real I'll, cryptic ending. I love it. I'll tell you where you can follow us um, if I do that. I don't know. You, you can figure it out. Context. I think this episode is going to be called Context Clues. Bye. Bye.